Hello, and welcome to Right Now with Ralph Martin, a podcast where author, speaker, and worldwide renewal leader, Dr. Ralph Martin, shares what the Holy Spirit is stirring up in the church right now. Words of encouragement from the Lord to strengthen you for such a time as this. We are glad you can be with us this week as we seek to encourage you for this moment in history. And now, your host, Ralph Martin. Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm going to begin today by offering our free booklet again, Join the Resistance. Uh, The theme of what I'm going to share today is about taking it a day at a time, which actually Jesus tells us we need to do because we can't really do anything about tomorrow. And we just need to live today, depending on our daily bread and our daily grace. So I'll be speaking about that in just a minute. But every day, in order to live the grace of today, we learn how to, we need to learn how to resist the lies of the evil one, uh, the attacks on our emotions, uh, how to handle the disappointments and frustrations that are often a part of daily life. And so I've written a book called Join the Resistance. We'd like to make it available to you. No cost, just for the asking. Go to our website, renewalministries.net forward slash JTR, join the resistance, or uh, you'll see the link to it in the uh, description uh, below the podcast. So again, renewalministries.net forward slash JTR, initials for the title of the book, join the resistance, or you'll see the link and the address again in the description just below the the podcast. Well, I'd like to actually begin today by reading a poem, which I don't think I've ever done before. And this is from St. John Henry Newman. He was an English Anglican clergyman living in the 19th century. He eventually became a Catholic Catholic, and then was uh, made a cardinal and He's written a number of significant books that were influential in Vatican II. And so this is from St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. It's a very familiar poem. You'll you'll see it periodically in little booklets like the Magnificat and things like that. It's called Lead Kindly Light. Lead kindly light amidst the encircling gloom. Lead thou me on. The night is dark. I am far from home. Lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet. I do not ask to see the distant scene. One step enough for me. I was not ever thus, nor prayed that thou shouldst lead me on. I love to choose and see my path. But now, lead thou me on. I love the garish day, and spite of fears, pride ruled my will. Remember not past years. So long thy power hath blessed me, sure it will still lead me on, or moor and fen, or crag and torrent, till the night is gone. And with the morn, those angel faces smile which I have loved long since and lost a while. Now, I find that's beautiful. It talks about, indeed, the darkness, the gloom that's circling us, which certainly is true today. 
is talking about maybe a past time in our life when we didn't want the Lord to lead us on and we wanted to plot our own course. But then we talk about the blessing of letting the Lord lead us on a day at a time. And um, the tremendous joy at the end of following the Lord, even though it's over rough territory, uh, more, you know, bogs and swamp and crags and mountains and raging rivers till the night is gone. And those beautiful last lines. And with the morning, those angel faces smile, which I have loved long since and lost a while. So we would prefer to see far ahead. But it's better for us in God's plan that we don't see far ahead. Because what he really wants us to do is to live today, depending on his grace, obeying his will, and being responsive to the opportunities to love and serve that God gives us every day. Now, this is not just a a happy sentiment in a moving poem, but it's something Jesus really underlines. He really says we've got to really pay attention to it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor about your body, what you shall put on. So this, this I know, is a very familiar text, but we all need reminding from time to time. And I'm feeling like it would be good for us to be reminded about this today. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? You know what the answer to that is. Yes, absolutely. And then Jesus goes on. And which of you, by being anxious, can add one cubit to his span of life? Can't. Can't add a second to our length of life or a millimeter to our height. Can't change fundamental things that the Lord has set for us. And why are you anxious? about clothing. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. So there's a line in one of the Psalms that says, the heavens declare the glory of God. So does the earth, the beauty of the earth in the midst of the encircling gloom, in the midst of the darkness that comes from evil men. Uh, in the midst of the darkness that comes from the powers and principalities, there's a beauty in the earth. There's a beauty in flowers that are continually witnessing and testifying to the beauty and care and creativity of God. But if God so clothes the grass of the fields, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Jesus wants us to believe what he's saying here. He he wants us to believe in this amazingly good news of God's love for us. He wants us to believe in this amazing promise of God's providential care for us. He wants us to believe that we're much more valuable than these beautiful things on earth that he cares for. 
will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Now, you might say, yes, yes, I have little faith. Well, you know what? You and you and I can have more faith. And you know how more faith comes? It comes from hearing the word of God. So I, I hope you hear this word today. And as you hear this word, let it dispel limits you put on God's love for you, limits you put on his care for you, and just walk into the bright light that faith shows us about the trust we can have in the love that God the Father has for us and the truthfulness of Jesus's words. O you of little faith, therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles, or unbelievers, seek all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. God created us to need food, to need clothing, uh, to need grace for each day of our life. But seek first his kingdom and his holiness, and all these things shall be yours as well. And here's the final, the final words. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have its own troubles. Let the day's own trouble be sufficient for the day. So let's let's act on that today. Let's say, hey, I don't need to worry about tomorrow. I've got stuff today that I need to approach in faith. I got stuff today that I need to approach in love. I got stuff today where I need to learn how to deny myself in order to obey the Lord and love other people in my life. Now, as you know, this isn't the only passage where the Lord tells us these things. Not only does the Lord tells us these things, but the apostles tells us these things. And probably the thing that we fear most which is the, at the root of all those other fears about not having enough in the future, is we fear death. We fear the ultimate pain, the ultimate surrender, the ultimate loss, the ultimate scary passageway of letting go of life itself and, and stopping breathing, stopping our heart beating, our brain going dead. And Jesus says, John chapter 11, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even though he die, yet shall he live. Now, do you believe in Jesus? I, I bet many of you who are watching or listening believe in Jesus. Do you know what? He's saying, even if you die because you believe in Jesus, you will not die but live. You'll go through the first death, which is biological death. But if you die in faith with Jesus, uh, in trust in Jesus, you're going to enter into the better life, eventually the resurrection of the body, but even at the moment of death, into the love of God's hands, into the love of the kingdom, into the love of the Father's hands. Now, Jesus asked Martha, whom he's speaking about, do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. 
He was coming into the world. He's coming to the world. He's coming to our life. We can believe what he says. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even though he die, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die, shall never experience the second death. He'll never experience the death that really matters, the second death, which is eternal separation from God forever in the lake of fire. Wow, okay. That should give us confidence. That should give us hope, not just for today, but for the future. Now, sometimes we become anxious about our salvation. Wow, will I persevere to the end? Wow, what happens when persecution comes? Will I be strong enough to not deny the Lord? And the Lord tells us, don't worry about that right now. The thing that you should be concerned about right now is relationship with me, paying attention to me. If you pay attention to me today and every day, you're going to be ready for whatever comes in the future. Jesus says, if they call you up between before judges and kings, uh, don't prepare in advance what you're going to say because the Holy Spirit will give it to you. Or uh, in another gospel that was in Matthew and Luke, it says, when they call you up before judges and, and for persecution, uh, don't prepare in advance what you're going to say because God will give you wisdom which will confound those that you're speaking to, and this will be an opportunity for you to give testimony, to give witness to me. So even if the Lord permits us to be hauled up before judges and kings and uh, policemen and whatever, look at it as an opportunity to give witness and expect the Lord to give you what you need to say at that time. That's tremendous. That's a tremendous promise. And it just underlines the thing about sufficient for the day or the troubles are of. Don't worry about the future. The grace will be there. It's not there now. The grace will be there when it needs to be there. And then in John chapter 14, Jesus says, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. The tremendous blessing and the gift of faith. Do you realize what a blessing it is? that the Lord has given so many of you who are, who are watching and listening to this right now, faith in God, you believe in God, you believe in Jesus. Wow, what a, what a gift, what a blessing. If there's anybody watching or listening that doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe in Jesus, right now the Holy Spirit's giving you the grace to believe. He's giving you light for your mind. He's giving you conviction for your heart. So you can say, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief, and he will. He'll let that little seed of faith grow until it really really is a bright light that, that guides your feet. One of the things that one of the Psalms says is, your word is a light for my, my foot. I'm walking in the darkness, but I can see one step ahead because of believing in you and the light that comes from believing in you. So Jesus says, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me, because in my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And when I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself at the moment of death or if we're alive when he returns again in glory. I will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And what a, what a tremendous promise that is. Don't worry. Jesus is coming back for us. The one who died for us, the one who loves us is coming back for us. And this is not just Jesus speaking, but this has been passed on through the apostles 
It's part of our tradition. It's part of the deposit of faith. Philippians chapter 3, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Yes, even in the midst of suffering, even in the midst of rejection, even in the midst of pain, even in the midst of, of sickness, even in the midst of sorrow. There's a basic joy that comes from being a believer. There's hope. We have hope. Even that we're going through terrible trials right now, we have hope. Even though the gloom and darkness is circling around us, we have hope because Jesus is the Lord and he's made a promise to us and he's dwelling in our heart and he's going to bring us to himself. Will there be no more sorrow and no more suffering and no more tears, but the glory of the kingdom, the glory of being in communion with him and with one another if we persevere to the end. That's all we have to do. And we just have to take it a day at a time. Let everybody know your patience. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything. So if food and clothing and the future and death haven't covered your anxieties, here it is. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In, in these troubling times that we're living in, in these challenging times, we need to keep our minds clear and our hearts at peace. We do that by keeping our gaze fixed on Jesus. Every morning I pray in this room, my home office, where I'm recording this right now, and I look at this icon of Jesus, and I just remember, he's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. And if I just keep my eyes on him, and just keep on believing in him, I'm going to have what I need to live this day, and I'm going to have what I need to live every day that I trust in him and believe in him. And I'm going to believe that he's going to give me the grace to perseverance as I take it a day at a time. And that's the theme of today's message. Take it a day at a time. You can't store up grace for tomorrow, but take it a day at a time. So I'd like to remind you that this booklet is available that will help you take it a day at a time. Resist the devil, resist his lies, re resist his discouragement and his depression, his depressing thoughts. Resist them and he will flee from you. You know, St. Ignatius of Loyola says discouragement is never from the Lord. It's always to be resisted. So we'd like to make this booklet available to you at no cost just for the asking. Just go to our website, renewalministries.net uh, forward slash uh, JTR, Join the Resistance. Those are the initials for the title of the booklet. It's probably, you'll just find it there just going to our website. You'll see free booklet. And we'd like to send it to you. The information is also available in the description below the podcast. And I'd like to end by repeating that beautiful, encouraging, lovely poem by St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. Lead kindly light. Lead kindly light amidst the encircling gloom. Lead thou me on. 
The night is dark and I am far from home. Sometimes the earth does seem like a lonely place, doesn't it? We're far from home. We're far from the eternal, infinite love that we long for. Lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet. I do not ask to see the distancing. One step enough for me. That's true. One step is enough for us. Seeing the next step for today is all we need to reach our destination. I was not ever thus, nor prayed that thou shouldst lead me on. That's true for a lot of us. We weren't always asking God to lead us on. We weren't always surrendered to the inspiration of his spirit. We weren't always loving his word. We weren't always believing. I love to choose and see my path, but now lead thou me on. I love the garish day, and spite of fears, pride ruled my will. Remember not past years. I think of the line of the psalm that says, Lord, remember not the sins of my youth. And brothers and sisters, if you confess those sins to the Lord, they're forgiven. Go on in peace. And if you haven't, please do so. And if they're serious sins, please go to the sacrament of reconciliation. So long thy power hath blessed me, sure it still will lead me on or moor and fen, or crag and torrent, till the night is gone. Oh, yes, let this darkness eventually be gone forever, and there'll be no more need of even sun or moon, because Jesus will be the light of the new heavens and the new earth. And with the morn, those angel faces smile, which I have loved long since and lost a while. You know, we do have guardian angels. We really do. It isn't a fairy tale. Jesus told us that the children's angels look on and pray for them. It's part of the doctrine of the church. We really do have angels, and they really are helping us, and they really are guarding us and protecting us. And what a happy day when we reach the morning of the kingdom, when we See the angels who have loved us and guided us and guarded us our whole life long. Lord, we thank you for this poem. We thank you for St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. We thank you most of all for yourself, Lord. Father, we thank you for your amazing love and care for us. We thank you for sending Jesus to let us know how much you love and care. We thank you for the reminder we're receiving today to take it a day at a time, a step at a time, and have no anxiety about anything. But remember that you are love, you are God, and you're preparing a place for us right now. And even if we die, we won't die, but we'll live forever. Amen. This podcast is brought to you by Renewal Ministries, part of the Renewal Podcast Network. If you are enjoying this podcast, we invite you to help us spread the word by leaving us a rating or review, following or subscribing to this podcast, or sharing on social media. Until next time, this is Right Now with Ralph Martin.